They were cancelled, I mean, officially under the guise, under the reason of the clash over who had the right to provide security. But really what it is was a clash between the last government and the current Polish government about the way in which Israeli school trips conduct themselves, not, not in terms of their behavior, but educationally, what sites they go to and whether they tell a true, give a version of the events of the Holocaust that feel that they do justice to Polish suffering. And the background of it was a diplomatic spat in which the um, the last government, particularly uh, Prime Minister, well, Lapid, uh, when he was the foreign minister, um, objected quite strongly to the, some of the demands that were being placed by the Polish government. And on the base of that, in a fit of anger, or there was a breakdown of relations, and uh, as a result, trips got cancelled. Um, but th- and this is an attempt to put it back. And I think just in terms of background, you know, that it sort of sounds like it's a clash of historical narratives. And if it was only a clash of historical narratives, that would be one thing. What's mysterious is that it's being put back together again by the current government, but that's more complicated. So the trips are being renewed, but with the, provi- pr- uh, with the proviso that the Israeli delegations must visit one site from a list of more than 30 sites drawn up by the Poles to emphasize the Polish narrative of the war. Correct. So what do we know about these sites on the list? Um, and what will Israeli school children learn at these sites? So some of them, I haven't seen the full list. I mean, I'm, uh, I mean I've seen, you know, various versions of it. But I think um, the broad idea is well-intentioned, in, as I said, in a very sort of simple, naive way of trying to understand the politics of historical memory. What they are, are uh, they come out of an, uh, a sense on the part of Polish, the Polish nation, and Polish government, that the suffering of Poles during the Second World War, and the occupation by, of their country by both the Nazis and the Soviets is not being understood by Israeli schoolchildren who go with an exclusively Israeli Jewish lens and look at nothing else. So these are sites which in some way tell that story. And some of them are, you know, um, are things which really have nothing to do with, the, I mean, everything has something to do with the Holocaust, but for instance, the memorial at Katyn, where um, so the Soviet forces massacred Polish officers, um, which it's not directly connected to Jewish-Polish um, relations. Others are tell the story of Polish fighters or talk about the experience of Poles, either trying to rescue Jews or fighting back against the Nazis. But actually what they are is a cover for the, the fact that there was tremendous betrayal by certain parts of the Polish, the Polish Home Army, Polish partisans um, and betrayal of Jews. So they're sites which try to tell the Polish story. And as I said, naively, that's absolutely fine. And actually, my own personal view is it's a it's been long. I, I, I sympathize enormously with the Poles in their feeling that Israeli groups go and look at things from a, essentially a very, very one sided a very narrow way of looking at things. It's an attempt to try and get that message across. Now, some of the um, some of the uh, criticism from both Israeli politicians and from uh, renowned Holocaust uh, scholars has been absolutely scathing. Uh, right. they, they're talking about whitewashing the Polish role in the murder of Jews and even describing it as um, Holocaust denial. Are those right. criticisms over the top, do you think? No, no, I don't think they are. I mean, I, as I said, if this, in a naive way, the idea... What's really unfortunate is that this is a really complicated moment of history where good and terrible, good things happened and terrible bad things were perpetrated. The good thing was the rescue of Jews by some, the terribly bad was the murder of Jews by anybody. And some of its memory is straightforward and some of the memory is complex and disputed. 
this is a complicated moment of history being wrapped up in education, being wrapped up in a political maneuvering, being wrapped up in a diplomatic solution. So it's naive diplomacy at best, but it's crude Holocaust revisionism, maybe even denial at worst. And I do sympathize with what Professor Jan Grabowski and Javi Dreyfus for, from, uh, from Yad Vashem have both said in the sense that, you know, you can sort of see through all the attempts that's going on here for the purposes of politics to try and um, to make nicey-nicey with the current Polish nationalist government, the far-right government in its own terms with the far-right government from here for reasons which are not pure. And um, so I do. I, th I mean, I think it's important to stress this is not unique to Poland. It's just that it's coming out here. This goes back many, many years to a, 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 an initiative of many of the post-Soviet countries, Poland, Lithuania, Latvia, Czechoslovakia, as it was, to create a sort of a sense of double genocide, whereby there was equal suffering in both the, well, what is described as a genocide of the Jews and the genocide or the mass murder of local populations by the Soviets. And by equalizing them, what they end up doing is actually avoiding any of their own complicity in carrying out the other one. So what actually is happening here is in an attempt to try and pretend that this is all about playing up Polish suffering, what they're really doing is avoiding, obfuscating, whitewashing, almost denying the complicity or the participation of certain groups, certain groups, and I stress certain groups of Polish society in the murder of Jews. Isn't there a danger that under these circumstances quite a lot of parents will not be willing to sign up for their children to join these uh, trips and maybe even some schools will choose um, to back out? Yes, in my honest opinion, I would have serious questions. I mean, you know, my three children have all been to Poland with the Israeli education system. I have some serious doubts about whether whether it was done well then. And, you know, and this is just another version of, I think, what potentially is bad education. If I was really honest, I'm not sure. As I said, it's, it's, we're looking at the whole thing the wrong way around. You know, good education about the Holocaust with a real attention to detail, both including and in, including suffering of the Poles and their complicity or whatever or anything else, you know, it, it shouldn't be played out in this kind of political environment. And so therefore, if parents decide not to send their children, I would really understand. And if school said, I'm not willing to do this because you know, we don't want to participate in this kind of seeming sham, it would be understandable. It's important to stress one thing, that the agreement, first of all, it's not been fully ratified. And secondly, it does give schools the right to choose which sites on the list they want to go to. So no one's forcing them to and go. And they only have to go to one of more than 30. They only have to go to one. And that's the bit. And that's the bit where, as I said, it stinks probably politically more than it does educationally. Because educationally, teachers or schools could weave their way around and go to relatively benign places. Um, and um, but but again, it, that's we're looking at it the wrong way around. So what it really is is a political agreement between self-interested parties. And do you think finally the um, storm over the uh, details of this agreement could jeopardise the um, recent reconciliation between the two countries? Um, I doubt it because I mean you know what I'm not I'm not a, a deep political commentator in that area I teach Jewish history and and you know guide groups but my sense of kind of looking having watched this one long enough I think the current Israeli government is heavily invested in this they would guess how much controversy there is there and I think they're trying to kind of you know pull uh, a rabbit out the hat which will resolve a, a kind of a sticky problem with an otherwise good ally so I don't think either sides have vested interest in blowing the thing up but I 
you know, I think the, but, but, but I, what I really would hope is that this does not go back to normal and that no one keeps pretending. In the same way that Israeli high schools did some terribly bad education in the past, I'm not sure they're going to be doing a huge amount better in the terms of this agreement.